at any point in time, you are working on all seven areas of that business, but it seems really overwhelming to think about how can I do all of this at the same time? So we start with your mission, your vision, and your values. Are you ready to tap in to your power within so that your business can reach its truest potential? Hi, I'm Candace Haza, and I help business entrepreneurs access their inner GPS so that their business can grow and thrive. You are here to serve and to create an impact in this world. Welcome to the Intuitive Business Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the podcast. So we're coming into a completion of introductions of Team Woo. (laughs) And so if you listen to the last uh, podcast episode, we talked with Curtis, we talked with Angela, and Angela and I realized that we were a Frankie Frankie team. If you've ever watched Frankie and Grace, we thought we became a Frankie Frankie team, meaning there were some organizational issues. My business was getting too big. And so we decided we needed to hire Grace. So today I'm going to introduce Grace, AKA Mary Beth Eiler, <laughs> as we brought her on for some special needs that we had. So welcome Mary Beth. I'm so, so happy to be here, Candy. <laughs> thank you so much for being here. So I'm going to introduce her and then we're going to begin the interview. Mary Beth is a business strategist who works with passion-driven business leaders and organizations to take their visionary ideas from concept to completion. Ooh, I love that. She specializes in business operations and launch management. As a director of operations, she oversees all aspects of the operational side of the business, including improving processes, managing projects, and building a team and analyzing the finances. So welcome, Mary Beth. I'm so happy to be here, Candy. Mary Beth and I have had a long-term relationship. We had our own woo moment, as many of you hear me say these woo things were windows of opportunity. When we met, when we were going up to a speaking engagement and we ended up both signing up for a coaching from a genie Spyro who's been on my podcast. And so that's how our journey started. And so Mary Beth, explain what you really do, because I was confused until I had a business. And today, as you listen to this, if your business is getting a little full and you feel like you're a Frankie and Frankie team, then we're going to introduce you to Grace. And she's going to walk us through some things that we need to know as visionaries, because we suck at organization. Sorry for calling us out, but we do. (laughs) And she, okay. you could see Mary Beth's face, like she's kind of biting her tongue because she's thinking, oh, hell yes. <laughs> so tell us about us visionaries, Mary Beth, and how you help bring us in. Yeah. So that you are a visionary and that's your gift. And it, as a visionary, you are a big picture thinker. You have ideas. I, I consider you candy, like a water fountain of ideas. Um, <laughs> every day there's something new coming out. And a lot of times when you have an idea, what happens is you have the idea, you just don't know how to get it from the idea to being done. And you may have team members on your team already. You may have a virtual assistant or a videographer 
or somebody who does your website, but if they're not all working in tandem and working together with the same vision and goal in mind, they're just out of step. And you might not get done what you might want, not get your idea out there. You might have challenges in the timeline, challenges with the skill set of your team, challenges with the finances that you're over budget or you're not making as much money as you thought. So what my skill set is, is I come in and I listen to you. So Candy, you'll give me an idea. <laughs> and as you're talking to me, you start with a vision, you have an idea. And as you're talking to me, what happens on, on my side is I'm hearing you give me the big picture. So I'm hearing the big picture. I am focusing on the big picture. And at the same time, my mind is kind of sifting through all the details that it automatically categorizes things into what you're talking, right? So you have an idea and let's say you want to do a new program right away. My head goes to, okay, these are the questions that I ask you. When do we want to do this? How big is this? What's the timeline? Who is on your team that's going to help with it? What's your budget? How much do you want to charge? And there's all types of questions that are coming up as you're coming up with the idea. So I can listen to your idea. And as you're speaking, I see the big picture and I'm kind of sifting through those details at the same time. And it allows me to build a list of questions and requirements and understand what skill sets you need, the timeline, and create a plan for how we're going to get there. You heard me giggle a couple times because, you know, Mary Beth has to get the visionary through the details and I don't like it. And it's not that I don't want to do my work, but I have three more visions that day of things that I want to do. And all these darn details are getting in my way. So talk to me about how you handle the visionary yeah. because it is a unique yeah. breed. It's like a, a certain type of animal. So yeah, it's, it's exciting to be around visionaries because you, you put out there possibilities that someone who is a real analytical thinker might find all of the reasons why you can't do something or all of the things, the steps that you need to get out there. But working with you and hearing your vision, you kind of bring it alive and make it feel like, oh, this is doable. What do we need to do to make that happen? So one of the things that happens a lot with you is you have an idea and maybe that idea isn't quite ready to be out there in the world yet. So it's a good idea though. We don't want to lose it. So we have a board that we keep track of Candy's ideas, and then we'll come back to them. That's, that's one way. And we'll kind of come back to them and prioritize them and say, you had this idea last week. Is this something we want to talk about further and go forward on? You're right. I need details and the devil is in the details. You have great ideas. And then it's my job to figure out how do we get there? So knowing that details are not your favorite place to be, I kind of have to take you through it slowly. And sometimes we'll just be in a conversation and I might throw in a question here and there and I'll put it in and then I'll start to build this plan in my head and on paper. It's something you have to know the visionary you're working with 
kind of have to prepare them for what's going to happen in a detailed meeting. And then set a time limit. Like maybe you can only handle 15 minutes before you're like, I'm done. Right. Mm -hmm. So, okay, then let's do that. Let's not do a two hour meeting. Let's do a 15 minute meeting. And we'll do that every day for a few days till we get all the answers. It's always worked out extremely well with the two of us. So I want to talk about two things right now. Mary Beth took me through a big walkthrough in my business And, you know, I've been having what I feel is an extremely successful relationship with a business coach, Jeannie Spiro, and, you know, she's been on. But I want to tell you an insight that Mary Beth gave me that I never really saw before. So I do have a business. I do have an active business. I do have a growing business. And so what she did is she sat me down for a couple hours, which really she handled me very well. (laughs) I need management when I, when there's a lot of details, but she asked me some financial questions. She asked me some time questions. And as soon as she and I went through the process, I realized that one off readings don't serve my client because I don't get them to where I want them to go. And then three months later, they come back to me and they're a little bit elevated but they didn't get to where they wanted to go. So it's another sales conversation, another, where do I put them? Another thing for them. And then they've lost all this momentum. And so what I realized is I completely restructured my thought processes and my offers the very first time Mary Beth and I met because we looked at the details and I thought, oh, why not have this, you know, this one-off reading. And so... I don't really do that as much anymore. I have one on my website. And so that was the first thing that she did. Do you remember that big meeting? Oh, yeah. That's something I do with a lot of my clients. And it's really a strategic planning exercise. And I know that sounds really corporate-y, but there are seven areas of your business that you need to work through and understand. And At any point in time, you are working on all seven areas of that business, but it seems really overwhelming to think about how can I do all of this at the same time? So we start with your mission, your vision, and your values. And then we go through seven areas and kind of rate them on where you stand and where you need to work. And the seven areas are visibility, financial steadiness, operational efficiencies and productivity, your client experience, your product creation, meaning your offerings, your team, do you have the right people on your team to meet your objectives? And then finally, your personal growth. So what are you doing to give yourself some space and to continue to grow and be better in your area so that you can serve other people? It's a process and you don't like the details, We spent a few hours and I think we came back to it again. And out of those, we decided like the product creation was a big thing for you. And I am not a marketing specialist, but I can point out where I think maybe there's a gap. And then you can work with someone else who is that specialist to get there. And the other area was financial steadiness. Like how do we track what's coming in, what's going out and make sure that when you do have a new program, it's giving you the return that you want. 
<laughs> I'm going to call myself out. So one of the other challenges with visionaries is, so we were in the middle of a pretty big book launch. It was for me, it was two years of planning. I had one year of prepping and aligning the book and I beta tested the product multiple times. And then I started to write the book in January and finished it in June. And then the team was in the middle of the launch and it's a Monday morning team woo meeting. So again, we have a team woo meeting at some point every Monday. Sometimes we have to move it around a little bit to accommodate. And so what did I do to the poor team? <laughs> I think you were afraid actually to bring it up. You had an idea for a new program, Quantum Connection, and told us all the whole, you know, take a breath. I'm going to, I'm going to lay this idea on you and tell me what you think. And I heard it and I thought, yeah, we're busy right now. But like I said, I'm listening to you talk. I'm kind of sifting through the details. I know the timeline of the book. I knew we had a little bit of a gap that we could fit this in. And I also knew you had this really pretty well worked out on what you wanted to do in the program. Mm -hmm. Because once you know what you're going to do, how much you're going to charge, who is going to come into it, it's a lot easier to do the detail work that needs to be done to do your sales page, to do the emails. And I think you were pretty well set on what this program was going to be about. So that was like, yeah, I think we can do it. And we did it. And we did it. Now we did some modifications to how you usually would launch a big program. Um, like one of the things we did is we created a beta and so we're going to beta test the program because, you know, Mary Beth's brilliant about letting me know about when you're developing a program to test it, right. And see what they got really great results at, and maybe to increase some of those lessons or exercises, and then what they might've not got such great results and then decrease those. And so what I'm doing right now is I'm making uh, two products, quantum connection, which is how to read your own Akashic records and then quantum leap, which is the extended program, which is how to read other people's records. And so that's what we launched in the middle of the book launch. And actually it's amazing. 12 people are in the program and it was seamless. And we created a slide deck because there wasn't enough energy and space and time and money. Cause you know, it's, it's an investment to create a sales page but I knew what I wanted to offer. Now, once I clean this up, I'm going to have two courses in modules that I can rinse and repeat these as many times as I need to bring people in. So I think it was a winner, winner, chicken dinner moment for us. Yeah, I think it was. And what you're bringing up, what you're talking about is the scope of the project, when, when you started, you knew you wanted to do a program and that the scope is what is included in that. So you could have included, I want a sales page. I want automatic email sequencing. I want all of this sent out to these people on this day. And like you said, we weren't even sure at that point how this was going to be received and it was still in beta. So this is one of those things where you can separate what is really critical to do and what is important and what can you leave for next time. 
And I think it in the end, the slide deck worked brilliantly. It was beautiful. You know now what you can put in the sales page. And next time, like you said, you'll just rinse and repeat. And you didn't spend a lot of money or time in doing that. No, I didn't. And I, I want to talk a little bit more about this because I kind of intuitively have this feeling like some of you are starting to have the the light bulb moment, like about putting off launching a program. So I want to talk a little bit more about how we did this mini launch and how easy it was. And so can you help us walk through some of the components? Yeah, I think first you had the idea. And when you came to us, you were pretty well set on, I want to do this program because you have been thinking about this for a long time. So the next question is, okay, uh, when do we want to launch this program? Well, it kind of made sense to launch it at the same time or near the same time as the book, right? So they would kind of help each other. So, all right. So we talked about the timeline. We talked about what was in the program and you have to know things going in, like how much are you going to charge for it? What's going to be included? When are you going to offer it? All of that information went into your slide deck and you had another team member create the slide deck. And then it was about, okay, how do we get this out there and promote it? Then, so then you have your content writers and your copywriters helping create emails to gain excitement about this. And then once you had your idea, we thought about the timeline. We talked about the team that you need, the skill sets that you need. And then we put that in a timeline and a plan and decided, okay, who needs to do what, when, because if everybody is working on their individual work, but their work is dependent on somebody else, you need to kind of like dovetail all that together so that uh, person A is ready and waiting for that information when, and and it's ready for them when they need it. I hope that makes sense. Yeah. So like, Uh, so this is how it kind of laid out. So we had maybe about a 12 to 16 slide deck and What a slide deck basically is, is some of the information about the program, just the core essence. For example, there's about four or five parameters that I knew I wanted to teach in quantum connection and quantum leap that were very meaty and juicy. And I feel like they're really going to get people a lot of leverage, but I'll tell you what, I've added at least four major parameters since that slide deck, but I did the basics. And you know what, this program is going to continue to grow and to spread out. But I think where a lot of us visionaries get messed up on is number one, not having a project manager, because I could have added 15 things knowing me, which could make it a big hot mess and very confusing. And so I had a project manager, I created this simple slide deck, then we sent the slide deck eventually to a copyright specialist. And so I have a copyright specialist on the team and then I have two copywriters. And Sage Polaris is the overarching person that looks at my copy and Angela Todd and Carly Haza, who doesn't wanna be on the podcast and I support that. They're my copywriter team. So they like to kind of be in, in the wings of things. So Sage Polaris looked at my slide deck and now that is going to be converted into a sales page. So all that we needed was those 12 or 16 information pieces. I'm going to broaden this out. 
It's beta. I'm going to put it in a portal. And guess what I'm not going to have to do again? I'm not going to have to continue to teach each and every time I do this. And then I can bring unlimited people into the program. And that's what we're doing right now. So we just wanted to walk you through this. So maybe if you were sitting there thinking, hmm, you know what? I could do this too. I was making this too big and I was taking this too far out. And maybe you were getting too caught up in the details. Don't you think there's a fine line, Mary Beth? Oh, when... yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there is a fine line that. with the details. And it's interesting, like, I will work with you. And then I'll work with some of, you know, some of the team members uh, are really detailed, and they need to be to do what they need to do. And sometimes those details are super important to them. So I have to be able to understand your vision and explain the details to them so that they can get it done, but not overwhelm them with details that really aren't necessary. So it's like, yeah, I feel like I am that middle person between them and you in explaining, you know, there is a fine line. And sometimes you can go into overanalyzation mode and things don't get done. So you kind of need somebody to be able to step back and say, all right, this detail isn't important. We're going to do it this way. Or Candy, we need a little bit more information to go forward. <laughs> that's usually the case on our team. <laughs> Curtis is always the one that's kind of like, like lining us up with lots of details. Mary Beth's the overarching, like putting everything into its compartmental place with great communication. And then Angela is my customer liaison. And then she also creates copy. Carly Haas is my copy specialist. And then she also helps with press, with podcasts. So we have a lot of moving parts. So I want to talk about 2021. As you're sitting here, Mary Beth, I just had a vision of what we've accomplished as a team woo. Do you want to go through any of them or do you want me to? Or Why don't you start and I will add add things because we, uh, I don't know if I could sit down and go through it. We did a lot in 2020. We did a lot. I mean, yeah. first of all, I have a system called Kartra. That's my back page of my website. And for me, that was a bit of a nightmare because I didn't have anybody that understood Kartra. So Mary Beth got us going with all our little click buttons and stuff like that. And then Curtis was learning a little bit about design to design the sales page. Mary Beth started a design for a sales page. But since January, we've launched a program or we, we, I don't know if we've launched totally woo, but we've redefined it, right? Mm -hmm. We are cleaning it up. We're putting more things in. We cleaned up the portal. So we've really, really got that tight. I think totally woo is really, really tight. And then we launched a book. So I wrote a book this year and launched a book this year. I guess that's kind of a big thing. And now we're starting quantum connection and quantum leap. And we created an also, <laughs> God, I just realized I'm so sorry, Team Wu. If you're listening to this, I hope you hear my apologies. We also just for fun, I also created a VIP day because it felt like there was a need for it uh, for a little uh, pick me up in business, a VIP day. I call it a spa day for your soul. So that's what we did this year. Can you think of anything else? Oh yeah. What about taste of the woo, Candace? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> we have that. Um, 
And, you know, I think it does sound like a lot. And I think we're even now going to go back, back in and reevaluate in the next month or so. I think it's important for people to understand the difference between what totally, how totally woo is different from quantum connection and quantum leap. What ended up happening in my business and why, one of the things I talk about in my book is if you feel that there's like a disconnect with something that's going on, pay attention because it is a block, but it's also your window of opportunity. Your blocks are actually your highest and best gifts. So I had about three or four non-conversions from taste to Chicholi Woo, but not one person had anything bad to say about it. Do you understand as a business owner, how hard that is to make a decision of what's going wrong? So instead of what's going wrong, I asked what else? And that's when I heard the answer. So there's been about 16 people sitting on my waiting list for the, for quantum connection or how to read your Akashic records. And so what that pause showed me is that something else needed to show up in my business. Nothing was actually wrong with my business. Nothing was blocked. People are still coming into taste of the woo. People are still coming into totally woo. But when I see a non-conversion, that's a unique situation because usually when people, by the time people come to me with my marketing and with however they come, they're usually very in alignment for a yes. And so I was confused as to why I wasn't getting yeses. And that's when I came to the team. And now you have the business owner side with Totally Woo and reading your Akashic records with Quantum Connection, which you don't need to be a business owner to want to do that and learn that. No, you don't. And as a matter of fact, I've noticed in our world, and I think why this was birthed right now, because my daughter, uh, you know, sorry, Carly, I'm calling you out, but she gave me a bit of a lecture about like, mom, why did you launch this program right now? Like everybody's kind of sitting on the edge of their seats with things to do, but I could see that it was so needed. So many of us have been sitting down for 18, 24 months and we've, especially the extroverts, like the introverts, they're as happy as a clam, right? Mary Beth, <laughs> right. You got that right. She is in her element. You know, she doesn't have to go anywhere if she doesn't want to, she doesn't have to go out of this world. But I, you know, I have a personality where I feel a need to be around people. Now I've done pretty well with the pandemic. However, what I realized is I went inside because this was difficult. We've all been through a trauma, a really big trauma. The pandemic is still in our lives and we're still learning to live with it, but we also learned that we needed to go within. So I really think the universe was creating a woo moment, my window of opportunity. And I stepped into it. And as soon as I did, it was like, dun, dun, 12 people. I was like, wow, that's not easy to achieve quickly with not, no big advertisements. It was kind of a personal invitation. So I was really thrilled with that. So I'm looking through your list. I love your list of visibility, finance, operational effectiveness, client experience. Is there something that you want to talk about? I'm looking at personal growth. I want you to lean into something that you feel is highest and best for a business owner who needs to hire a Mary Beth or a Grace? 
Yeah, I think there's two. Well, number one is you're probably feeling overwhelmed. And what typically happens when you're overwhelmed is you go into this spiral of procrastination. Or the other thing you do is just go after the next shiny object and really don't get very far. You might be working on multiple things at once. So one of the things that you can do is speak to me or someone like me. And just like what Candy said, we go through all of these areas and understand, like, I learn a lot about you and your business in just a few hours and understand where you stand now and where do you really need to focus? Because you can't focus on all these seven areas at the same time. You might, you might pick one a month, you might pick a couple a quarter, but you still have to run your business and see your clients. So you have to prioritize where you want to work. That's one thing, because if you're spending, maybe you're spending all your time creating new programs, but you don't have the visibility that you need. You're not getting out there to market yourself, to network, and people aren't, they're not calling, they're not signing up because they don't know who you are. So it depends where you are in your business. Or, you know, maybe you are there, you have a lot of manual stuff going on in your business. You have a virtual assistant who's doing a lot of the same things over and over, and it can be automated. So that's where we go into the operational efficiencies and productivity. And again, I can help with that. I can point out what needs to be done. And then you can hire someone who actually specializes in that area. So I think the first thing that, you know, that's important for every business owner is to really go through this strategic planning and mapping exercise and understand if your mission, your vision, and your values is lining up to these seven areas. I didn't expect the results that I got from that into my mind. Like I could see where I was having some challenges. I could see, you know, I was the type of person that wanted to always create programs and now, and everything was so individualized, like an individual reading. And I thought that that was the highest and best for everybody. And there are some people that do need some individual readings, but I was realizing my ego had to take a back seat that if you have a block release and even if it's virtual and it's recorded, it's the same darn script that I use with everybody. Like people were getting the same results. And I was like, darn it. Like I was happy for them, but there was like, I, it proved to me that I I'm not needed after I do it once. Like, of course I'm needed, but like, that was that was great. It was freeing for me. It gave me space. It made, it took some burden off of me. Like, Oh my God, I have to do this for everybody. No, I don't. I just need to show up on woo Wednesdays and do it with a group and then lead them through their next journey. So I feel really confident where we got this year. Do you remember like some of the things that we automated? I'm thinking of them right now that were like, oh my God, 911 Mary Beth. Yeah. Well, yeah. And and some of them were kind of like little basic things that it would be easy to automate, but we just didn't have the time or we didn't think through it. So one of the most recent ones was reminders for your Woo Wednesday and, and geek out nights. Right. So I think what Angela was doing is three times a month sending out emails to people just to remind them to show up to the call. 
Well, that's something we automated. I don't know how much time it's saving her, but it is. We automated a lot of the payment processes that used to go through PayPal. And now it all goes through Kartra and everything's, the people come into the program, they're tagged the right way, they are put on the right list. And, you know, we know how much revenue is coming in through Kartra. Uh, you don't have the worry about PayPal. And you can see in one place who is in the program. It's little things that when you're so busy, they will help you if you do it, but you're so in the mode of creating, you, you forget to stop and fix some of these productivity things. What are the yeah, other ones you thought of? Candy? Well, the, the biggest one I thought of is Frankie was ready to, you know, go down to the beach. <laughs> I keep walking in, I think, because Frankie is, you know, my friend. Angela. And what was happening is I'd get off of a call and somebody wanted or needed something and everything was being customized. Oh, well, they want a block release and a reading and, you know, something else. Let's put a big bow around that and send it to them. So Angela was actually writing and creating individual offers just about the first time I think Mary Beth came into my business and it's taken us a while, but it's the coolest thing. So right now, Mary Beth and I are on zoom recording this. And right now in the chat, I can drop whatever link to whatever program I think is her highest and best. In addition to that, if Mary Beth is a friend like she is, and if we're just working together and maybe the highest and best is for her to have a podcast episode, right? And so I can click that. I could put that link. So everything in my business is now www.candicehaza forward slash something. <laughs> it's either taste of the woo, totally woo, podcast connect forward slash my book. We had a click button or a pay button when we didn't have a sales page for quantum connection. We had forward slash QC pay. That to me is such a lifesaver. I have my sales page. I have my click button. And it's also so cool because then I can give it to that client and they can make a conscious choice without any pressure on the phone or on a Zoom call. And it, to me, it makes my sales strategy feel different. It feels more like a gentle invitation or suggestion, and it's their choice. They have the reading materials. They have everything that they need to make a conscious decision and they have their own power to hit click and pay. And I kind of really dig that. And taking somebody's credit card and like putting that into the system and then calling the financial planner so that she could put it in QuickBooks. Oh my gosh. It just has made everything so quick. So I took my um, financial person out, Caroline, and she's been on my podcast. So she still does all my books, but she just has to go into my system because Kartra has captured it. It's gone into my bank. She goes into my bank. So I never have to touch my books. So my business is click and pay, click and pay, click and offer the program. It's so simple for me as the business owner. So I can stay in my zone and create more podcasts and meet more people and serve more clients. I forgot how much time that was taking Angela. Oh my God. And it was a fortune. I mean, yeah. 
and, and it was taking her away from these beautiful emails that she and Carly write. So now she and Carly on Wednesdays in the morning at nine, they meet for about an hour or an hour and a half, or sometimes two, if we have a lot of writing and they keep up with their writing projects so that we can communicate to multiple platforms. And now Carly's been designing my social platform with Curtis's tweaks because he just loves everything to be perfect and aligned and the bright colors and fonts. And then she and Curtis meet, and then they created a structural outline for my podcast. So since January, pretty much we've created everything that we just discussed today. Mm -hmm. I think we need an A plus and I'm trying to reach my back to give us both pat on the back. That's pretty good. I'm, I'm excited about what we've done. I'm proud of what we've done. And it gave you some freedom to know that you can serve multiple people with the same amount of time as you were serving one. So you can touch more people in the world by working through your programs this way. I did a, a little analysis myself re recently about if all my, when all my programs are filled, how many people I can serve. And just in quantum collection, connection alone, I can serve a hundred people a year with the way I've designed my business. So a hundred people a year are going to be able to connect with their Akashic records and have insight from their own divinity, their own soul. And so I don't know about any of you, but my mission really lights me up and I'm sure yours does too. And to be able to think that we have more space and time oh, is such a beautiful gift as a visionary and the Mary Beths or the graces of the world are the ones that give us that. So the most important question of the day, Mary Beth, mm -hmm. and one that I know that you're going to have an answer to. Yeah. So all of, you know, Frankie likes different things. <laughs> you know, she does the ayahuasca ceremony in the backyard and she's chanting and sending light and love energy. Grace, on the other hand, she likes a favorite beverage. And so the most important question of the day is, do you like a martini and how do you like it? <laughs> Yeah, so I think Grace and I are pretty, um, have a lot in common there. So my drink is an extra dirty Grey Goose Martini with extra olives. You're hired. <laughs> we needed a Grace. Um, I'll tell you, you what. You could use it's... one right now. <laughs> you could use one right now. Scott. <laughs> oh, that does sound lovely, doesn't it? Just... It's a very sticky, hot day in Lancaster. And that does sound lovely to have a little bit of a beverage. So anything else that you want to say before we close out, my business has transitioned and changed and up-leveled so much just from January to June, you heard the processes, you know what Mary Beth does. And I guess one final question, Mary Beth is how can they find somebody like you? I know that your plate is really full. How would you research and what do they need to look for in an operations manager? So, you know, you can always reach out to me and schedule a call. Mary Beth at Mary is my email address or Mary is my website. 
which multiple changes are happening on that. And I think it's hard for me to say, where do you go? Because first we need to understand what do you need? There are many productivity specialists out there, many people who focus on finances and projects. I have a lot of connections. I would love to speak with you if you have any questions and maybe we can, if it's not me, we can hook you up with the right person. Excellent. And we'll put her information in the show notes, but just because Euler is a very unique name, can you spell it for everyone? Oh, yeah. E-Y-L-E-R. There you go. So Mary Beth at marybethiler.com. Yep. And so that's her website and you'll be able to contact her through uh, her website or her email. And we'll have those in the show notes. So thank you, Grace. Frankie and Frankie send their deepest (laughs) love and So Frankie and Frankie are going to go to the ocean and do our little chanting while you have your martini. Oh, okay. Let's, let's meet up afterwards. (laughs) Amen to that sister. Well, thank you again. And thank you for your love and support in these major projects that, you know, I'm planning to transform people's lives and you can't do it by yourself. It takes a village. So thank you all for listening to this sequence of meeting team woo. And so you've met my team and I'm so grateful for each and every one of them. And I just encourage you to get help, get a team so that you can get your heart centered mission into the world. Right. Mary Beth. Right. (laughs) There we go. Much love everybody. Thank you. And have a great evening. Thank you for tuning into this episode. I hope that you feel more connected to your power within and that you take action from the guidance here today. For more information, please head to CandiceHaza.com where you will find more resources to help you and your business grow to the next level.